Hello and welcome to episode 6 of the Hardball Hangout. The Mets are injury bugged. The Rays make a move for the ages and the Indians have a new name. Let's get it. Hello and welcome to the Hardball Hangout. I am your host, Sam Napoli. Still looking for a co-host. So just, just, just to keep it up in tabs. This episode brought to you by Anchor.fm. Here's a little more about them. My voice might be a little bit higher today. My voice might be a little bit off today. Uh, I've had a bit of a cold the last few days, but just bear with me here. Patrons get exclusive access to giveaways of merch, baseball tickets, and more, as well as the gist on all the podcasts up and coming. Go to patreon.com slash samnapoli to become a patron today. That's patreon.com slash samnapoli to become a patron today. As always, we love to start off our episodes with a standings check. Today's special thing, I'll be giving who I think is going to make the big move out of the division that will put them ahead in this, in each division. The AL East, the Red Sox still on top, but the Rays just one game behind. Rays 7-3 and three in their last 10, the Red Sox 5-5. Five and five. Yankees, who get two games in a row off the Phillies, who had the best record in July at one point up until then, are 6-4 and four in their last 10. 50 and 45 and 8 out of first. The Blue Jays, 8.5 out of first. They're 5 and 5 in their last 10. Orioles, 3 and 7 in their last 10 and 27 out. Feels like nothing they do really matters at this point. The White Sox still control the Central. Indians, 9 games behind. The Tigers, 12 games behind. And the Twins, 17.5. The Royals, 18 behind. Twins, they swept a four game set a while ago, but they've lost 6 in a row since then. Very Twins-like. They lose Nelson Cruz. Get into that one a little bit later. The Astros still on top of the West, but the Athletics, the Maddie Boys, two and a half out. Astros four and six in their last ten. Athletics seven and three in their last ten. Gained three games on them. Athletics two and a half out. Mariners seven out. Kikuchi looking like he might be traded. Angels are ten out. The Rangers are twenty-three out of first place. Who do I think is going to make the big move in the AL East? Well, it already happened. The race trade for Nelson Cruz. We're going to get into that in a little bit. For the Central, who's going to make the big move? I really do think the big move is going to come from the Indians. Not in a way you'd think about it. I do think Jose Ramirez is a goner. As to, to who? Not quite sure yet. I do think the Indians are going to clear house there, though. For the West... Uh, it's really hard. The Astros, I think, are going to make a move for a pitcher, and it could be Max Scherzer, but I'm going to go with the Astros making the big move there in that division. Heading the NL, the Mets up in the NL East. The Phillies and the Braves tied at four back. They're in the middle of a series right now. Nats, six back, and the Marlins, 11 back. Pretty much every team at a 5-5. Five and five. They're roughly average there. Uh, Nats and Marlins three and seven in their last ten. The Braves six and four, but the Mets and Phils are five and five in their last ten. The Brew Crew obviously above everyone else in the NL Central. Six and a half back are the Reds, seven back are the Cardinals, nine back are the Cubs, and nineteen and a half back are the Pirates. Who, funny enough, have pretty much stayed at nineteen and a half the last like four episodes. The Giants still up in the NL West. Hard to believe. Dodgers, three back. 
the Padres, five back, 5.5 back rather. The Rockies, 19 back, and the Diamondbacks, they gain a, they gain a half a game. Let's go, Diamondbacks. 32 out. Not impossible, but and you never know. Who's going to make the big move in the NL East? Well, the thing is, I'd be contradicting myself to not say the Mets later on. I do think the Mets are going to make a big move. I'll tell you a little bit more about that later. But the thing is, I do believe the Phillies are going to make a big move as well. I think the Braves are going to start trading away some pieces. I think that they flipped Jock Peterson by the trade deadline, some other players as well. But I think the Phillies make a couple of big moves for some pitchers, maybe a starter, and probably an outfielder as well. The, the Mets, I do think, are going to go after this guy, which we will talk about later when I get to that. The Brewers, I think, are going to make a move for a bat, like maybe Cattell Marte or Starling Marte. But the Brewers, they got the law firm. Now they just need some bats outside of Yelly and Adamas. <clears throat> Giants, Dodgers, Padres, Rockies, Diamondbacks. Who's going to make the move? I think the Dodgers make the move, and here's why. They're losing starting pitching left and right. Walker Buehler has now become pretty much their ace at this point. Bauer, Kershaw, they're out. You think, okay, well, they still got Urias. I mean, yes, but you need to have another guy. I think they go out, they make a move for a starting pitcher. Maybe Max Scherzer. It depends on who gets to him first because they have some capital that they can use. I think the Dodgers make the move in that division. That is your standings check. As always, brought to you by Anchor. My takeaways, the Rays are gaining games on the Red Sox. They're only one out. The White Sox still way ahead. The A's are only two out of first place still. The Phillies were winning games. They were two out at one point from the Mets. They've lost three in a row. The Braves are tied with them in the NL East. Brewers take four of seven from the Reds in the last ten days and the Giants holding on to the lead in the West. Little paragraph that I wrote up on the website about the Phillies. Phillies are 11-7 and in July. Before the week started, they had the best record in July in baseball at 11-4. The Yanks took both games from them, and the Braves went and beat them last night. The second half, the Phillies have the third easiest schedule in baseball, but the next seven games will decide if they will be able to make the playoffs all against division rivals. Need to make moves for two relievers at the deadline, which is a perfect segue into the next segment. The top five names to be traded at the deadline and where they will go. Starting off with Starling Marte, I do think, here's a bit of a hot take, how about the Yankees? How about the Yankees? Gardner, he's getting old. He's not very good. He's better at speed and has a better bat, Marte, than Gardner is, who's in center field right now. He's also a little younger. Starling Marte, probably the way you want to go if you're the Yankees in here in this situation. Starling Marte, he's 32 years old. So you're getting him probably halfway through his career, maybe a little bit above that. He's hitting 289 with a 388, 833 OPS. He has seven home runs, 23 RBIs. He's not played as many games this year. He's been injured. I think he's only played about 35. So 
one-fifth of the games, I mean, yeah, it's like 30 home run guy, which is not bad at all. But the next guy I as well think could go to the Yankees as well. That would be Trevor Story. Trevor Story, yes, both those guys. They have the prospects, and Story is a must. Marte is more of a luxury in this situation. Um, you're getting Story, who I think is still underrated. People just think that the Coors effect is making him good. I think Trevor Story is a good baseball player. He's only 28 years old. This year he's hitting 243 with a 739 OPS, 11 home runs, 43 RBIs. Yes, but slower start, gets a fresh start somewhere else like the Yankees. I think he'll do much better. Max Scherzer. Now here's a couple of hot takes I have right in a row. How about the Blue Jays? Now they could go after Kyle Gibson, but... Here's what I think sets apart the Max Scherzer deal. They give some prospects, but they trade away Kevin Biggio in the trade package for Max Scherzer. They go out, get the biggest name, probably the best pitcher in baseball right now, outside of Jacob deGrom, who's been injured on and off right now. Using Kevin Biggio and a couple of other prospects, not a couple, quite a few prospects, I think think that's what lands you a deal for Max Scherzer. Javier Baez, I think. Now, here's the biggest take of the whole entire thing. How about the Reds? It's a bad idea for the Cubs unless they can get a ton of capital back. You charge a really high cost. And here's the th why it makes sense for the Reds. Jonathan India is having a very good year. He's going to break out just like Winker did this year. If you move him to second base and you put Baez at shortstop, you're going across Eugenio Suarez, Jonathan India, Javier Baez. And in the outfield, you got Castellanos and Winker. As a stacked lineup, get some pitching outside of Sonny Gray. It'll be even better. The last one I want to go over right now is Chris Bryant. How about the New York Mets? That's what I was going to be segueing to. He can play any position. The Mets need a third baseman and an outfielder, which are pretty much the two positions he actually plays. They need someone who can purely hit the ball and not swing for the fences. Jeff McNeil is probably the closest thing that they have to that this year. This year he's hitting 264 with an 838 OPS, 16 home runs, 48 RBIs, 4 stolen bases, 54 runs. I mean, an at, it's just you have to do something as the Mets. Getting a guy like Chris Bryant will help you boost yourselves. Those are my top five trade targets and where they will go. Now, talking about a trade that happened yesterday between the Tampa Bay Rays and the Minnesota Twins. The Tampa Bay Rays get Nelson Cruz. The Twins, in return, get two... <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> The Twins, in return, get two very good pitching prospects. Some say the Rays gave up too much. There's no way. Nelson Cruz is a big hitter. Twins received Joe Ryan and Drew Strotman, both starting pitchers, both very good. My grades for each team, the Rays get an A. They get the second-best designated hitter and now have a home run hitter. We'll make a run at the AL East crown now. I really thought that they were missing a bat thought maybe they go out and get someone like Javier Baez, maybe trading Brandon Lau in that kind of trade, but 
Now you got Nelson Cruz, so who needs it? Twins also get an A. Cruz was getting old. They get two great pitchers back. They'll help win in the future. That was their biggest position of need. Maybe that's a spark for them. Last thing we want to go over today is the Indians. They are to change their name next year from the Cleveland Indians to the Cleveland Guardians. This one reported today at about 1 o'clock p.m. and is about 3.30 right now. I'm going to read over an article from NPR.org written by Sharon Pruitt-Young today at 11.27. The team announced the name changed Friday morning on Twitter, posting a two-minute video narrated by actor Tom Hanks. The team began the process of changing its name in December, announcing on Twitter its intention to find a new non-Native American-based name. It collected input from more than 40,000 fans and conducted more than 100 hours of interviews before making the final decision, according to the MLB website. Our fans are the heart of this decision. We heard of the name often from our fans as a top contender because of its connection to the iconic Cleveland landmark. The Hope Memorial Bridge that stands just outside of our ballpark where the guardians of traffic have become a symbol of the city's resiliency, the team said in a statement. Before the name change, the team discontinued the use of the Chief Wahoo logo on the team uniforms in 2019. The Guardians' new logo is an artistic rendering of a fastball, which elements added that are reminiscent of the Hope Memorial Bridges Guardian statues from which the team got its new name, according to its website. That one from Sharon Pruitt Young on NPR.org. I would like to thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Hardball Hangout. I apologize for the lack of consistency in the uploads of podcasts. Anyway, make sure to become a patron. Follow us. Also, share this around. I'm not getting many viewers. I spend a lot of time on these and other videos. Go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Link in the description. Thank you to Anchor.fm for sponsoring this video. I'll see you guys in the next one. Keep God first and go Phils.